In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the May 27th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now, the news. At a forum on the world's food crisis held at the United Nations, Civil society groups said that over 800 million people are now at risk of starvation. Yes. Yeah. This is Eight, that yeah. number again, 800 million. 800 million people. Uh-huh. I hadn't heard that number. It's high. Wow. That's uh, 100 million have joined the ranks of the extremely poor in just the last few months. That number again, 100 million joined the ranks of the poor in wow. the last few months. Wow. And are now living on less than a dollar a day. Wow, Th- that's a stunning figure, and that is a thank you, Mike. Th- that's a, no, I'm just saying that's a tsunami. I'm glad you appreciate. That I've been a, working out lately. That's a gathering tsunami oh. of disaster. That's truly. what they said. Yeah. They called it a gathering tsunami of disaster. Yeah. So you, I, I mean, it is. It was, did let, you pick up that meme? Let, let, no, let me read. Let me react. No, I'm serious. I just yeah. said it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. really? That's what they called it at the UN. Oh, my God. Are you tsunami kidding? of disaster. Oh, my God. Well, they used the word tsunami. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It was gathering or yeah. wow. disastrous. It certainly is, though. Wow. Yeah. A Pentagon audit of $8.2 billion in American taxpayer money spent by the United States Army on contractors in Iraq found that almost none of the payments followed federal rules and that in some cases contracts worth millions of dollars were paid for despite little or no record of what, if anything, was received. I, I, I read about something about this. There was, there I was, want some of that. There was a, a t- I forgot the contract was in the tens of millions of dollars, or may, maybe more, but I think it was in... And they had a single invoice with a signature, an, an illegible uh, written invoice I can with, do that. with a signature that no one could uh-huh. could read. I mean, they didn't know what it was for, and they don't know who signed off for it. Yeah. And it was in the tens of millions of dollars. I mean, I think 40 or $50 million or something. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, there you it's go. It's easy street here <laughs> at the federal <laughs> government, Mike. No, this Just is why. Stand in line. This is why, really, truly. Sign on the dotted I really line. Would, would, because even if somehow Barack Obama is not elected to be president of the United States, there will be a significant majority, a sizable, a working majority in the House of Senate of Democrats. They will win the House and Senate decisively. Mm -hmm. There needs to be accountability for this administration. And I'm talking everything from, uh, you know, subpoenaing people to come before the the Congress all the way up to war trials um, and war crime trials. I think there needs to be accountability, a significant accountability (laughs) on the part of this administration. 10,000 Iraqi troops met little resistance as they took control of Mahdi army-controlled Sadr City under the terms of a ceasefire agreement. Yeah. Okay. It was reported that General David Petrock, <laughs> oh, that's Petraeus? That would be Petraeus. Petraeus yeah. was happy to have participated in the puppet TV military <laughs> analyst program in 2005. And, and the words happy to are in quotes. Happy. Happy to. So I think, I think he... <laughs> He said happy to. I'd be happy to. He'd be happy to. Good. So he was a puppet. He is a puppet. He is. He's just a long line. These, but they say that what the third star you earn, the fourth star is politics, basically, if you're a general. Papadis? But, but Yeah, Pedro. <laughs> and, and, David Papadis? And the four Pettis. stars are political, and they don't get there Puppetus. by... They get there by 
by adhering to the, uh, the, the wishes and desires of the masters. That's how he got there. Wow. Iraq's most influential Shiite cleric was quietly issuing religious edicts declaring that armed resistance against U.S.-led foreign troops is permissible. This would be a, uh, a huge shift in this Washington Baghdad, government in Baghdad. Yeah. So they're yeah. giving religious edicts to go ahead and attack us now. Yeah. Iraq became one of the largest customers for U.S. arms as the country turned from Soviet bloc weapons to pricier but more sophisticated American weapons. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Now they're buying their, how much? They're, they're, there was like $3 billion last year in uh, arms that they bought from us. Yeah, $3 billion. Much better armament in uh-huh. which to, you know, pierce our tanks and uh, uh-huh. kill our soldiers and generally make life a living okay. hell, even more of a living hell than it is. The Senate approved a new war funding bill allocating $165 billion for the occupation of Iraq and Afghanistan. And in this, these are the words of, I think, the Washington Post, in a challenge to the president. The measure also includes billions in domestic spending. That's a challenge. Yeah. That, that's, that's a compromise. If at best, it's, you know, we can blow up these countries if you give us a little bit of money. Yeah. Hundred and sixty five billion for, for the war and it says just billions. Well there's a fifty one billion dollar for veterans education. This is called being called the new GI Bill. Yeah. Which uh which McCain was opposed to, which he's catching right, exactly. some real flack over. Yeah. And uh Clinton and Obama voted in favor of the measure. Yeah. Um, why McCain was a no show. Right. Um, why? Why? Why did they vote in favor of this? Why are the Democrats aligned? You mean why are they voting for money for Iraq and Afghanistan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because they can now excuse themselves and say, well, we did it because we got the Veterans Education Bill. Right. Yeah. No, I understand that. I do think well, then that... then why did you ask me why? Well, no, I think that's part of it. I was hoping you could I- illuminate Why they further. would vote for war? Why would they... Why wouldn't they control the House and Senate? I mean, Matt Tahibi was on last week, and, and he's written extensively about just how chicken... And I can't use the second word that he uses to describe the Congress. The, the, chicken poo. Uh, he calls them uh, chicken hawks. Uh-huh. Chicken, no. Yeah, that's right. And Peruvian. Uh, yeah, that's the good stuff. But it, it just, I, I got, the, the only explanation that I've been able to come up with that makes any sense to me, and that is, is that, unfortunately, the American people. Oh, you know the reason. It's for politics. I mean, it's for you ask me the reason, but you really know the no, reason. I, mean, I was, hope, just come I was hoping for a, a for I've been a, waiting for this for, for a long a time. For a discussion. Between, okay. okay, and that the, the reason is is that going back to the Vietnam War, yeah. the American public knows when they knew the war in, in Vietnam was going badly, and they knew it was wrong, and they, for a lot of reasons, and they they understood viscerally that it was wrong. But this unfortunately, but unfortunately, the American people tend to blame the messenger. And it would be politically... Un- American people blame the messenger. Everybody blames the messenger. Right. Well, I think this is a big... The Greeks blame the messenger. That's right. They, they, they shot them. They killed the messenger. Uh-huh. But the, the point is, is that the, Amer- that the Democrats don't want to go into an election year telling the American people that we've lost the war. Because that will become, that will become the reality. It already is the reality, but the American people don't really want to face that reality. So as long as the Democrats can continue to fund the war and say they did everything they co- possibly could do to win the war, then it's politically much more advantageous. It's, it, is a, it is not a statesmanlike mm-hmm. approach. It's not the right approach. But unfortunately, given, I think, given the political landscape... One more reason is, not to celebrate Memorial well, Day. Well, they, well, okay. A senior U.S. official said that a proposed treaty banning cluster bombs would hurt 
world security and endanger U.S. military cooperation on humanitarian work with countries that sign the accord. So in other words, we can't be against cluster bombs if we, if we want to help humanity. <laughs> yeah, we're one of the few countries that refuses. Also the landmine treaty, we yeah. refuse to sign that. I think that's a great uh, name for a candy treat myself, cluster, cluster bombs. Wouldn't you eat a cluster bomb? Think about it. Yeah. You have some sort of, you know, explosive filling in it. Well, it has like a pet rock thing. Or, I mean, a yeah, pop, hard, rock, pop rock thing. Pop rock thing yeah, in the yeah. middle. Yeah. Maybe some sort of chocolatey hard shell on yeah. the outside. Yeah. Bam! Yeah. Cluster bombs! Honestly, I bet it's being discussed in some boardroom somewhere. A new government audit said high-ranking Bush administration officials routinely ignored FBI complaints of abusive interrogation of prisoners at Guantanamo Bay and other U.S. military sites. According to the Justice Department, senior White House officials began receiving reports of tactics including extreme temperatures, mm-hmm. religious abuses, and nude interrogation. Oh, yeah. My favorite part. <laughs> Now, who was nude? They don't specify here who was nude during the interrogation. This could have been, I mean, it was Jenna Jameson yeah. interrogating yeah. me, and she was in the nude. This, this might be a plus. That could be. This would you, be. I, could see, I would tell her everything. I could see. Why don't they try tactics like this? Why don't they? I could understand. Well, yeah, I could see this where yeah. above the prison, yeah. all nude. Yeah, you know, above the, the, yeah. that flashing yeah. and that neon, all that big nude. neon. With Guantanamo. The, Guantanamo, all nude. nude. Yeah. yeah, all nude. Yeah, Ashcroft, you remember him, the yeah. attorney general back then. Uh, yeah. They said to have personally complained to Condoleezza Rice over the treatment in 2003. That was the end of 2003. Right. Nearly half of the 450 FBI agents who worked at Guantanamo reported witnessing or hearing about harsh techniques. Harsh techniques meaning torture. Right. Uh, so, this so this also sounds like a little, this, sorry to interrupt, but no, this no. does sound like infighting between the FBI and, and the feds here, too. Right. It does give, it does give lie, it does give um, credence credence to, the, to their lying about, they didn't know about Guantanamo yeah. until, well, we didn't know about it until we saw the photos, and yeah. this is a shock to us. I do want to, one quick news item, which is another unfortunate uh, part of this war on terrorism in this administration and our our, our inability to sign on to these international agreements. Uh, the U.S. defends its imprisonment of Iraqi youths. There are now over five, some 500... Iraqi what? Youths. Youths. There are 500 yeah. youths in prison detained uh, in uh, Iraq. Uh, the Pentagon maintains that they, are extre- they have an, what they call an extremely robust program to look after detained children. The American Civil Liberties Union has accused the administration of holding youths in violation of international standards. U.S. joins... Somalia as the only states to refuse to ratify the UN Convention of the Rights of the Child. Yeah. So there you go. We're we we are holding like s- Somalia. Yeah, we, we're, we're like <laughs> Somalia. <laughs> there are around two thousand five hundred youths uh-huh. in U.S. prisons in Iraq. There you go. If Congress were to open up the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. In, to drilling? You know about that place? Yeah. yeah. What do they call that? The, the uh, Anwar or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Anwar. Yeah. Crude oil prices would probably drop by 75 cents a barrel. For about a year. Uh, yeah, 75 cents a barrel. So if we do what the Republicans have been just chomping at the bit to do yeah. for the last, since Bush has been elected president, right. we would save 75 cents a barrel. And you're saying, well, what does that mean? Well, we reached a milestone. In the history of the Bush administration. Okay. We did that last week. Oil okay. prices went to have 
since his administration began, gone up $100 a barrel. $100 a barrel since his administration began. It started trading at $32.19 on the first business day of his inauguration in 2001. Last week, it was at $132 a barrel. So out of all that, if we open up this great resource that we have, supposedly, to drilling, it's really a natural resource for a lot of environmentally protected beasts. Nathan, uh, do you... We would ha- save 75 cents. You're a, you're a student of history. Per barrel, you're a student not of- per gallon. Yeah, per barrel. Per barrel. That's right. So that's important. Yeah. That is important. That's huge. And, and that, that, I mean, what it amounts to at the pump, probably nothing. It's right. It, it, would, would, be, it would be pure profit. Uh, let, let me just... Do you recall... No. The prior occupation what field of endeavor were, were the president and vice president of the united states before they became <laughs> president and vice president of the united states Do you remember what what they were doing flunky i know flunky was what what one <laughs> of them was professor doing. of uh, yeah. of history so no i, I don't believe they so. were oral man they were oral man that's right uh, to their core and uh and about what really what this is about this is about pure profit because um now it's it's more and more economically viable for them to drill in Anwar because the price has gone up so much. Yeah. Now all these oil fields that were considered uh, marginal are now in play because oil is worth $135 a barrel. Woo-hoo. So good going, George and Dick. Aftershocks in yeah. the wake of the great, great Szechuan earthquake yeah. toppled thousands of buildings. At least 80,000 people were thought to be dead from the quake. Up to 11 million people were homeless. 69 dams were at risk. Chinese soldiers were working nonstop to dig a giant sluice to ease pressure on a swelling quake lake, uh, lake created by the quake. Because of the landslides. Because of the landslides yeah. uh, blocking up rivers. They're planning to evacuate hundreds of thousands of people to avert a new disaster. Now, I believe this is in the same province as the three rivers gorge dam am i am i cannot I, tell okay oh never mind i we cannot tell there. you the Myanmar junta yeah under u.n pressure agreed that all international aid workers could enter the country where uh, cyclone nargis left 130,000 people dead mm-hmm. they're finally letting people in that's a little bit finally there yeah finally, finally. environment ministers from the world's top industrial powers called for more effort to have greenhouse gas emissions by 2050 they didn't see much headway on that but they want to have greenhouse gas emissions in I think the they said something about they have a strong will yeah. to make this happen. But mm. the G8, they're trying to get the G8 yeah. to convince the G8, which is Russia, China, U.S., Europe, basically. And uh, the people that are dragging their feet now are China and the United States. Yep. Even the Chinese have a little more umph. They're a little more dedicated yeah. to this than we are. Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Ecuador, Guyana, Paraguay, Peru, Suriname, Uruguay, and Venezuela formed UNICER. They got together and formed UNICER, the United, the Union of South American Nations. Uh, Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez declared the American Empire UNICER's number one enemy. Well, <laughs> what else would Hugo have uh, said? Yeah, Hugo, Hugo, Hugo. Well, you know, speaking of which... Let me look into the crystal ball yeah. and see your future, Hugo. Future. No... Mm. Oops, he- look out for the CIA agents. <laughs> yeah. No helicopter flights, whatever you do. Well, you know, speaking of which, uh, the Venezuelan government accused the U.S. military of violating yeah. its airspace, airspace by flying Navy planes yeah. over Venezuelan island yeah. on Saturday. The U.S. military official said the Navy Viking, SV Vi- S3 Viking, may have accidentally crossed 
Venezuela. I think they're trying to provoke something. Yeah. They I got think. the Colombians yeah. coming in there. Oops, accidentally. I mean, you're flying in an airplane. You know you're close to a border. The you most know sophisticated somewhere. navigational devices on yeah. the planet are in these things. They you know. brag about them all the time as being able to take out people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yet you can't figure out where a country's border is. Well, again, as we talked about before, the, the Colombians receive more military aid than, from the United States than I think anybody except maybe Israel and Turkey and Egypt. They're right up there. Yeah. And they're making border incursions into Venezuela, and uh, I don't think that's by accident. Here's one for you. Presidential, former presidential advisor Karl Rove brushed off suggestions that he attempted to influence a Justice Department investigation and prosecution of Don Siegelman. You mean a former, non-denial denial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Former Democratic governor of Alabama. Yeah. We've been through this all. This is before. the one that's going to get him. Yeah. This is the one. We've been after Carl for a while, but this is the Siegelman went to, was sentenced to prison for seven years, but, but uh, he was released this March to pursue an appeal after the court ruled that he had raised substantial questions about why he was put into prison. He comes back now and says this is going to be bigger than Watergate it, it as really, far as the corruption goes. I really goes. think it's true. Uh, they subpoenaed Rove. Yeah. And uh, then I believe it was uh, with George Stephanopoulos. Yes, it this was. This weekend, yeah. uh, they, Stephanopoulos was asking him, yeah. uh, what's all this then? And Rose says, I found out about Don Siegelman's investigation and indictment by reading about it in the newspaper. Right. And when he was pressed about it, he said it once again, which doesn't well, mean much of anything. I mean, I, I find out about a lot of things reading the newspaper, his indictment, but you might have set that indictment into a... In, uh, in motion. In motion. Yeah. He, he said, he, and Stephanopoulos pressed him and said, Is that yeah. a, you're, that's not a denial. Yeah. And then he repeated what he had said earlier, exact, almost word for word. So this is going to get big because uh, one reason, we're heading into the summer. And even though we've got presidential politics coming yeah. up, this, the, this is the time when political scandals really seem to take root, going back yeah. to Watergate and, and since then a lot. So coming into Ju- July and August, this thing, uh, Conyers is on this, John Conyers uh, in the Senate, I mean the um, House of Reps. Uh, yeah. uh, what am I trying whatever. to say? Whatever. Well, don't worry about the committee. The, he's no, the on. Judiciary yeah. Committee. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, he, anyway, they're going to. Whatever. This is, they have subpoenaed him. What does that mean? Uh, uh, Karl Rove is uh, is basically said he's not going to show up. He has executive uh, privilege. He doesn't, and and they're going to get him. Eventually, they're going to get him to testify. And there's enough people involved in this that uh, it'll come apart. The U.S. Taiwan Business Council appointed Paul Wolfowitz as its chairman. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Who did? You can all. Who? The U.S. Taiwan Business Council. Really? Yeah. Paul Wolfowitz. Yeah. He landed on his feet. Thank yeah. God the guy landed on his yeah. feet. I was worried about him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. A Texas appeals court ruled that state child welfare authorities had no right to seize dozens of children living at the ranch of polygamous religious sects. You remember that yeah. thing going yeah. down yeah. there, saying there was my no hero. immediate danger of abuse. My my new hero. Who? Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. I was just making a bad joke. About what? The, the guy, the head of the polygamist uh, you would like to be a polygamist the polygamist uh called that means yes my hero. Uh, that's a you're that not a denying it was a joke you're not denying it's a non-denial want, would you like to be a, a polygamist i can't really i can't seem to get traction going I can't get traction with one. multiple yeah i mean the, yeah, the odds okay. against that are, are staggering uh, okay yeah barack obama yeah won the democratic primary in oregon while hillary clinton <laughs> won in All right. Uh, what's that? Is that actually a state, Kentucky? 
I thought it was somewhere out did in San Bernardino. See, did you see? Uh, I mean, honestly, it did look like the. Well, out- that's fun, fun, Tucky. No, between there. West Virginia uh, and Kentucky, it did. It looked like outtakes from Deliverance. Uh, really, these guys that they were, they were. But Clinton insisted her candidacy was still viable. My husband did not wrap up the nomination in 1992 until he won the California primary somewhere in the middle of June. Right. Then she said, we all remember Bobby Kennedy was assassinated in June in, in California, which, which just sent off everybody. Right. Everybody's head started spinning, exploding. And yeah. Spitting and exploding, <laughs> catching fire. And uh, rightfully, I do think that this is one. Not rightfully. No, this, is, this has always been the veiled, the, 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 veil, the, the rationale behind the electability issue. It was a component of it. It wasn't the whole thing. She had a right to say that he wasn't winning the big states. There was, there's politics involved. She has a right to say whatever she wants. She does. And, and this, is, but, this uh, is fair to say. You think it's fair to say? Absolutely it's fair to say. It, it's, you don't, you, because he reminds us of, of Bobby Kennedy in some ways, okay. and because it's, it's a, you know, kind of a taboo subject to talk about, our heads are spinning and exploding. But... It's it's fair to say it was in June. She's talking about the California primary and what happened in the California primary before. Well, she couldn't uh, the, the have whole, used she couldn't whole, she couldn't have used Jean McCarthy who who won uh, Oregon that night, I believe, or or she couldn't have used uh, Hubert. I mean, there were a number of other. Well, why would she use McCarthy? No, he because didn't he didn't get the make nomination. It. Yeah, yeah. Right, he didn't get the nomination. Yeah. He was, but he was doing well enough in the delegate well, count. She could mention she, anything. A, there, so, if she would no, have mentioned that, would people have said no, she shouldn't have mentioned no, McCarthy? No, the reason is the reason is is because right. everyone who spent any time thinking about this election and Barack uh-huh. Obama, ha- it's crossed our minds, our collective minds, that somebody with a rifle is going to take this guy out, and this is going to inspire them. It's not going to inspire. It gives. It puts. It plants a seed of doubt in the super delegates' minds. That my God, what if we do make this guy the, the n- nominee? And he's and they assass- shoot Hillary instead. And, and they assassinate him. No, well, no, 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 no. In, in light of what 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 Mike Huckabee said the week before about him ducking at a at a NRA convention, a guy who was worried about a guy with a gun. Yeah. It, what it's doing is it's introducing the the he's bringing this into a a narrative. That we're accepting, but it is a narrative that's already in play. It's a narrative that, that, that we Barack recognize. Barack Obama is is a Bobby Kennedy kind of political figure. It's a narrative that we recognize. We and yeah. we we don't need to acknowledge it in a way that makes it sound like it's a reason not to make him the nominee. And that's what I find so objectionable. No, I what what no, Ms. that's Clinton, what she's saying. I do saying. not like Hillary Clinton. No, that's but what I will she come is to her saying. Defense. What she was simply saying is that. They they didn't wrap up nominations until a certain point in time. What she is saying is we, sh- we there's an element of doubt about, and we all have it. You don't know what she's saying. She was talking about wrapping up. I mean, literally, she was talking about wrapping up the nomination. She's making the case that he shouldn't be the nominee. In my mind, she's making the well, you're, case. You're, you're reading should, into what she's saying. Shouldn't be the nominee you're because into he what might she's get assassinated. You're, you're reading into what she's saying. And that she's is saying wrong. that no one. No. What do you mean, no? No, I'm saying... You sound like some Fox News person. What's on paper, what she said, does not say that. What she says, essentially says, no one should wrap up the nomination until the convention. This has been part of the narrative for a while. You're not not addressing what I'm saying. She's saying no one should be nominated until the convention. Period. And the reason that and the he reason shouldn't, is that he's the reason not electable. That anybody, she didn't he's mention not his electable. Name. She didn't mention his name. One of the reasons he's not electable is you're, because you're, again, somebody you sound like some Fox no, News I'm person not. driving is, your point. Let's talk about what's on the paper. What she actually said. 
What? No, there you go. There's Bill O'Reilly. No, All no, right. okay, no, I'm We'll listening. be back after this. I'm listening to what you're saying. She, well, I, literally, what she said okay. had to do with wrapping up the nomination, and you shouldn't do it until the convention. And by the way, Bill, Bill had it wrapped up in April. She wasn't accurate in that. California was from LA. Did she, do you agree with her? Do you agree that, I, I, that, that I will we should say wrap this. it up at the convention, or should we no, wrap it up beforehand? No, I agree that, that as long as she is a... She's a candidate. She's a viable candidate. She's a viable right candidate. Now. A very and viable I candidate. And I, there and there I, are not I'm, that many votes between her and Obama. I'm not one of these people who thinks we just have to wrap it up. I agree yeah. with that part of it. Uh-huh. But I'm saying she's making an argument based on the fact that he might get killed as a reason for him to not be the nominee. That's, that that is part of the narrative that she is within and that you are within. But she did not say that. All right. Okay. No, don't give me that all right. No, stuff. no, we have to you wrap have to it agree. up. We have to wrap this up. I, I don't. She w- did not say anything of the sort. You're just like one of those Fox News commentators mm-hmm. that put a spin on everything, and so that people think she if did this say was anything. The first time she didn't this say, had come up, did she say anything? Did she mention Barack Obama's name in any of the sentences that she mentioned Kennedy? She has been. Did she mention no, Barack? No, okay. No. All right, but this is Bob be- Barr is running for Libertarian all right, candidate. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's pretty exciting. That He'll is take a, away votes. I know. I'm very John excited. McCain. I'm very excited about Bob Barr. The Phoenix spacecraft landed smart. on Mars. He's smart, it, it's and gonna, he will take it'll away search him. for life on Mars, Mike. I'm very excited All about right. that. Well, thank you for that spirited, yeah. spirited discussion. But there. you know, there, there's a narrative to that of it landing on Mars because it's very similar to to landing on the moon. I'm know? much more excited about Bob Barr being a libertarian and because that will finally. affect my life much more and than landing on finally. Mars. Yes. In Moscow, former chess champion Garry Kasparov's speech to unite opposition political forces was disrupted by a flying radio-controlled penis that circled the auditorium. (laughs) Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit nathancallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.